Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blackadian universe. So today I was thinking about a question. I was watching a video and, um, uh, forgive me, I can't remember the context. I went through a lot of them, but uh, a woman was giving a speech about racism and just about educating um, our children as black people how we have to educate our children on racism. And she was saying that, you know, whenever she went to an event, um, and it resonated with me because uh, those of you who know, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. And so I was one of a few black kids in my entire school. And, um, you know, this woman in the video was saying that when she went to um, an event or something like that, similar to me, you know, she grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. And so when she went to an event, um, her mother would ask her this question when she came back, which was, how did they treat you? And I, you know, I gasped because I realized, you know, I had a similar question that was asked to me when I came home, which was, you know, how did it go? And that worry, that burden that my parents had when I, you know, went out into the world that I would experience racism really stuck with me. And so um, I wanted to reflect on that and sort of that discussion, that expectation that um, black parents have for their children when they're out in the world and they, that, that, that unfortunate truth that we can't protect them from. So let's talk about it. So as a parent, obviously, you know, we worry about our children. Um, that's just, you know, the job. <laughs> and um, it, it never occurred to me until I became a parent that I would have to worry about racism as well. So I say it all the time and it, it's true um, because it's such a f fundamental part of my personality and, you know, why I, I am as I am that blackness was celebrated in my household and I I you know having you know met and talked to black people that didn't have that experience whose you know parents were um didn't you know wanted to didn't love themselves as much as they should because you know unfortunately of the 
anti-black racism that they've bought into, um, you know, I've seen what that can do to someone. And I wanted to make sure that I imparted that same love uh, of blackness to my own children because it served me so well um, in so many instances. And so when I would go out into the world and, you know, um, have, I'm not sure if I've shared this story. So I remember, you know, my parents being, uh, as a first generation Canadian, you know, coming to Canada, I wanted to, goodness, uh, go to, uh, a rock concert when I was a teenager and I remember it was one of the only times first times I was a fairly good kid you know didn't really make that many crazy demands of my parents and um, I remember they were like oh my goodness it was like a discussion like I was like what's the problem you know I was able to go to other concerts before like um, this wasn't my first concert but what I said that they were, you know, they had a bit of a pause because I think they were anticipating that I would not be in good company. I would be amongst uh, predominantly white um, people and they were, you know, maybe a little stereotypically not thinking that they would be welcoming to a black girl at this concert. And um, I remember just being like, oh, and it sort of gave me pause too, because I thought, you know, all of those things in that, that look that they shared, that hesitation, you know, I knew what that meant, which was, oh, that's right. Uh, this is going to be, you know, attracting people from different places, not just our, you know, community. And, you know, am I going to be comfortable there? And, um, yeah, and it was, I ended up going to the concert and everything was fine, but I remember just thinking like, you know, when I got home, that was the question of how did it go? How did it go? And, um, you know, it was like, oh yeah, like it was good, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But I knew that the real question, just like, you know, less direct, but the real question was how did they treat you? And, um... I find it so powerful because the importance of that question is one that speaks volumes of what it means to be navigating this world of racism, this world where, you know, somebody can use their power to displace me so easily that it is as you know common a question for when someone comes home and you know they say like how was your day 
it's like, how did they treat you? And it's just that, you know, how did it go? And it, it just, it's a powerful question because it demonstrated what I'm facing on a daily basis when I go out into the world as a, a black person. It reinforced that every day is a potential for, you know, someone to attack me, that every day is an opportunity for a trauma, every day is an opportunity for someone to take away my humanity. It really made me aware of how I was being treated, which is great, not just in the context of, you know, racism, but also just my general interactions with people. And, um, you know, did they make me feel happy, smart, funny, you know, good, just generally good about myself, as opposed to, you know, someone who was trying to um, put me down or take away or, you know, that kind of thing. And it's something that I, I think I also utilize a lot. Like, you know, I always say like, I'm always quick to, you know, call people out on stuff where, you know, I was just never that person who could just quietly sit and let someone, you know, talk their shit. But I always was like, paying attention to it. I think I'm also just a generally I know it doesn't seem like it because I'm, you know, here talking to you all, but I'm generally very introverted um, out there. So introverts, we know, like we analyze everything that's going around us and like everything that's said, everything we say. And so um, just naturally, I fall into that. But I think um, it's one of those things where I'm always just um, paying attention to how it went, how it went. And, um, I really like that focus. Because it really clarifies things on, um, my surroundings and how I want to be treated, how I expect to be treated. And, you know, when I need to remove myself from a person or situation. So as a mother, I definitely knew um, that I did not want to live in a predominantly white neighborhood. (laughs) Um, And I, said it before, like, I didn't have a bad experience. No one was, you know, overtly racist to me. It was I, you know, um, it didn't really, you know, people were ignorant of certain things. And, you know, it, um, 
I think I was very lucky growing up um, in the context of racism. And so I should also mention it was because I, it, it was just, I think it was um, a predominantly Jewish neighborhood that I grew up in. And so um, I feel like there's, um, you know, an understanding of when, you know, with the Holocaust, there's some an understanding with hate when people hate you, <laughs> um, you know, people sort of get that a little bit better. Um, so, but I definitely knew that I did not want to, um, ex have my children be like, you know, see nobody represented, uh, see themselves represented in anyone around them growing up. I just thought, eh, not, not cool. So, so anyway, um, yeah, that's, you know, that was just a priority for me and that's, anyways, that's just whatever. So when I, when it comes to, um, these conversations and obviously I think about racism a lot, it's part of my life. Um, and I know that. I want to create that space where to empower my kids to have that knowledge of, you know, how did it go? How did they treat you to understand when, um, and speak up for themselves and, you know, speak up for others when they see racism in action. And, um, I think that's so important and it's, it's nice to have that safe place to go. One of the things that, um, I find so disheartening is when someone experiences racism and then on top of that, once they share their experience with, you know, someone, um, that person is like, oh, well, I, that's not racism. That's not racist. You're just being too sensitive. That's not a thing. No one can ever convince me that I didn't experience racism just because they don't understand what racism is. And taking away from somebody's experience is just not okay. When you feel that, when you feel that truth, you should trust it. You should trust your gut feeling because it's never rarely, extremely rarely wrong or off. And you can feel that gut in someone who's been experiencing racism, you know, all their life or, you know, they're going to know it. They're going to feel it. They're going to to sense it and you can't tell them that they're wrong you need to support them and so one of the things that I dislike is when someone doesn't have that safe space to share it with you know I know that um if I ever you know came home and I said oh my gosh this racist thing happened to me in my home 
no one is going to question me. My family, no one's going to question me. No one's going to make me second guess myself. No one's going to say, oh, well, are you sure that really happened? Is that what really happened? You know, maybe, maybe they were just doing this or maybe they were just doing that. Maybe you misunderstood the situation. That's never going to be the conversation. No one's ever going to question me. And so that's such an important part. That's such an important support to have. And so when people, you know, sometimes share on, you know, social media or in their workplace and people question them, it, it just contributes to the problem because now they're just getting re-traumatized from it and, you know, getting no support that they need. Are they going to say it again? Are they going to say it to somebody else with that fear that, you know, they're not going to be believed? And I, um, I wish that it's something that, um, doesn't happen you know so if people come to you and say that you know there someone was racist towards them or if someone tells you that something that you said was inappropriate and racist you know accept and open you know that yourself to receive that gift of correction I say that a lot um, because they're not saying it lightly and they're not trying to, you know, punish you. They're just, they're hurting, they're hurt and something that you did hurt them. And if it wasn't about racism, if it was just about, you know, hurt feelings, I think people would be more open to receiving that correction. Um, but people are so afraid <coughs> of um, you know, being racist, that they don't want to hear it. They don't want to even be associated with it. And so I think it's something that um, we need to be open to. Um, so I think we should all, you know, if you're If you're, you know, a person that is a, um, in a position to sort of ask somebody that is, um, uh, you know, a racialized, other racialized person than yourself, if you can, you know, if they're in a, at a place and, you know, they're in, out, they're not in the majority in, in the, you know, area at your work or whatever the case may be. And, you know, you can maybe ask them, how is, did everything go? Did they have a good experience at this place? Um, you know, create a safe space for them to, to share that maybe they won't say anything, you know, maybe they'll be like, what, what's going on? But you know what I mean? Just show that understanding of, 
um, it can be difficult to be in these spaces sometimes. And I know that that is something that um, I pay attention to in the space and it's you know if I will go back to you know somewhere as simple as a restaurant or a place it's just you know how did uh, they treat me how did they treat me when I walked in did they be did they like you know clutch their pearls <laughs> you know when they saw me they're like you know whatever it it's something that I you know pay attention to it's just how someone perceives me when I walk into a room with my black self, you know, I, I pay attention to that. So I think it's something, uh, a lesson that, you know, we should all pay more attention to. Um, and I think it, it's, it'll help, uh, clarify things a lot. And on, you know, as a black person, as a white person, you know, just be like, how did that go? How did, how did we, um, you know, treat that person? How did this meeting go? And I think that will really, um, you know, help a lot of people grow on, you know, their journey towards anti-racism and recognizing racism uh, as well. So definitely something uh, that we can focus on and a really, really important question. So thank you so much for listening. Um, be sure to like, comment and subscribe. Let me know, did you get questions uh, like that when uh, you were coming home as well? You know, what was your version of, you know, how did they treat you? So I look forward to hearing about it and I will uh, talk to you next time.